where we chronicle the baseball trip of a lifetime while bringing awareness to the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Bonjour. And we are in Quebec. Did you have to look that up to figure out what you were going to say? Yeah, no, I did not. <laughs> that, I don't know much French, but I do know those, you know, the simple greetings, at least. Uh <laughs> But so we're Just in we're, the home run on wheels has gone international. What, what? And we are in Canada getting ready for stadium number 10, which will be Mother's Day Sunday when the Toronto Blue Jays play host to the Boston Red Sox. We are actually going to head down uh, to Toronto, but we wanted to spend a couple days in Montreal and uh, we're going to head down to Toronto on Friday and then uh, explore that area uh through like Toronto and Hamilton and St. Catherine and of course Niagara. Looking forward to that. This is my first venture into Canada outside of a layover that we on a military charter that I had like in 2000. Well, so. and I have been to Canada. I lived in the Toronto area for about 6 months several years ago, but I have never been into one of the French provinces. It's weird. We're in Canada, but when you're walking around Quebec and you're and you're, it, well, even when you're driving around, everything's in French. It's like you're in another country or like a foreign country, I should say. And it definitely makes us feel like, or makes me feel at least, that we are in a quote unquote foreign country, even though we're in our neighbors to the north. <laughs> it's still a foreign country, honey. <laughs> One really cool thing about where we're staying uh, for two nights is a winery north of Montreal, and we're actually staying here for free because of an awesome membership program called Harvest Hosts, where you can stay, you, you pay 46 or $48 annually, and then you can stay at farms and or wineries throughout the U.S. and Canada. I think even some in Mexico. Uh, we stayed at a farm in New Hampshire for a night and two nights at this winery. And uh, that's a good deal. It's it's a great deal. It's a great opportunity. It gives exposure to them. So we spread the word, right, if, mm -hmm. about these places. And plus, you know, you're expected to purchase items from them. And yep. it, it's, just a, it's just a really neat neat idea that i don't know who came up with i their names are on the website but right <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, we, it's a great idea and a great experience we stayed at uh gold hill farm in new hampshire and this is the vignoble riviera du chen the river du chen winery uh north of montreal and uh it's pretty cool we haven't uh sampled anything yet but that'll come uh later today Right. We got here late, so we had to um, wait on that experience. Yeah, coming into Montreal at rush hour, 
with construction. They're building a new bridge across the river going into Montreal. So, yeah, none of that was fun in the RV towing a car. And say what you will about Canadians. They're all supposed to be polite. Not during rush hour in Montreal. Drivers are drivers no matter where (laughs) they are. So, But anywho... We've been doing a lot that has not been baseball related because of this little homestand, or this long homestand, not little homestand. Yeah, that um, the Blue Jays have. Right. So uh, we have seen We're four of the five. We're going to bring it back to baseball. We are. So we have seen four of the five AL East teams. We have seen all five of the NL East teams. Have we really? We have. Oh, wow. We saw the Braves, the Mets. The Marlins, the Phillies, and the Nationals. True story. It's true. So what I am going to do is I am going to ask some questions of my husband, Ron Clements, of Ron Clements Sports. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So one of the questions I have is, you know, we have seen nine teams so far in action well not nine teams but nine stadiums mm-hmm. um we've seen a lot more than that of the teams in action i'm sure you're following the other teams etc so what do you think so far we know what your favorite stadium is atlanta mm-hmm. in case you haven't been paying attention um but what do you think so far about the teams and their chances Well, the Red Sox and Yankees, who are in series this week at Yankee Stadium, uh, they are going to duke it out all season long in the AL East. You know, they're uh, entering Wednesday night's game. They were tied for first. Uh, uh, Hanley Ramirez hit a monster bomb last night that went into the up uh, into the upper deck at Yankee Stadium. They're both burning which, it up, right? I yeah, mean... they both are just killing it. The Yankees have been red hot lately. The Red Sox have been hot all season, although it's kind of funny that one of their losses was was when Sean Manea, the Oakland A's, threw a no-hitter against him in Oakland. So the Red Sox you know, are atop the AL East and, and, and will be a contender all season, but they were the first team to get no-hit this year. <laughs> Speaking of the no-hitters... Thank you for that segue. <laughs> I know we were talking, um, you were showing me the footage as the no-hitter was happening. The most recent, I think it's the most recent one. Yeah. The one I know about. Um, there was a Canada native involved. Yeah, James Paxton of the Mariners. Uh, he's a Vancouver native. First Canadian to throw a no-hitter in Canada. He uh, kept the Blue Jays without a hit on May 8th. So, uh, And Kyle Seeger. North Carolina native. What, what? Had a couple awesome defensive plays in that game. And that's, that's the thing about no-hitters is that it's, you know, the, the, the pitcher is the one who goes down for, you know. Gets having, all the glory. Yeah. But there are at least two plays in every game where somebody in the field salvaged that no-hitter, saved that, that, that no-hitter. And you know, with a, a defensive gem, and Kyle Seager had a couple of them, and uh, you know, it's like baseball is largely a game of individual accomplishments. You know, it's the pitcher against the batter. Um, That's interesting. But it's a team sport, very, very much still a team sport, 
And uh, I think that's a lesson. I actually made a comment the other day on Twitter that baseball is life. The objective of baseball is to be home, or excuse me, is to be safe and get home. <laughs> yeah. And that is true. And baseball is life. And there are a lot of good life lessons uh, that you can uh, take from baseball, and not, not just baseball, but, but sports in general. Uh, but sticking with, with baseball is that, you know, while you may feel like you're on your own, a pitcher might feel like he's all by himself on the mound. You know, he's got to get this batter out, but he's got eight guys, seven guys behind him. Can't count the catcher, but seven guys behind <laughs> he's him. He's in front of him. Right, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's figuratively behind him. Right. Though. You got eight other guys in the field who are, are helping him, and, and seven of them literally have his back, you know? And uh, I, th- I think that's, that's a lesson that as we're trying to raise awareness of the needs of kids in foster system, that, you know, sometimes these kids might feel like they're on their own. But uh, if if we can inspire people to make sure that they have those kids' backs, then you know the, uh, that would just go a, a long way. That's a great analogy. Thank you. So, by the way, the other no hitter was a combined no hitter that the Dodgers had against the Padres on May fourth, and that no hitter was in Mexico, is where the Dodgers and Padres played. So we've had three no hitters this year. And they've taken place in three separate countries. That's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's the first time that's ever happened. All right, so pardon my ignorance. What does a combined no-hitter mean? So we said Sean Manea and James Paxton threw no-hitters. That means they threw all nine innings. A combined no-hitter is when two or more pitchers Ah. have the other team hitless. Gotcha. So I learned something new. (laughs) It's a good goal to learn things new as well. But anyway. Well, what, what, what is the biggest thing you've learned on this uh, trip? You know, you never uh, claim to be a baseball savant or anything. You know, you're a baseball, <laughs> you're a baseball fan. I am a baseball fan. But I'm a not, Cardinals fan. Right. But, and but you're not and I enjoy watching the most, baseball. You know, you're not necessarily the most educated baseball fan, uh, 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 baseball person. Right. So what is the one thing you've learned most about or uh, so far on this trip? And you can't say what a combined no-hitter is. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> um, that's a very good spot. question. And I'm going to keep segueing until I come up with something. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know. Um, I guess it's... I don't know that I have really ha- had any big aha moments because honestly... I've been paying more attention to looking around the stadium than than paying attention to the games themselves. And I think we kind of talked about the fact that when it's not your team mm-hmm. and, you know, with our mission to spread the word, we're talking to a lot of people and things like that. So I don't know. I guess I'll have okay. to look for that going forward. Yeah, there you go. Stay tuned. And while I do have <laughs> bad news for you, you know, we're going to be seeing the – Cardinals for the first time during the during the regular season here in a couple of weeks in Pittsburgh and uh, Yadier Molina will not be playing in that game. I know I'm very sad about that. Yeah, out for at least a month after having groin surgery when he got hit by a ball tip in a, a spot where no man wants to get hit. I have not watched any footage of that because I don't think I want to see it. Yeah. But yeah, it it's not a good thing for the Cardinals. So what do you think? Do you think that's going to impact? The Cardinals? Um, he manages that pitching staff so well. Um, 
And pitching has been an issue, though, for the Cardinals. So, I don't know. That's that's a tough one because they've not been – I mean, they're right there in first place in the NL Central, you know, kind of neck and neck with the Brewers. But um, it's a long season. What would you say? Some teams have played 35 games. Some teams have played 40. Uh, they're all going to play 162. So, at this point, it really doesn't matter. I will say the teams that have played fewer games – um, it kind of gives them a m- better opportunity to catch up to those other teams. Yeah, that was going to be one of my questions to you, right? What What is the impact? So how does the timing of those games, the fact that some some have played more than, than others, um, the standings seem to be pretty fluid. You know, they go back mm-hmm. and forth because, as you said, it is a long season. And I will say that it was not like originally scheduled to wear on May 10th, some teams would have 35 games. Some teams would have 40, 41 games. This is because of what the the weather has been. Didn't even think about that. The weather has wreaked havoc. I mean, the Yankees had their home opener snowed out, for Pete's sake. (laughs) Right. Snowed out. Not rained out. Snowed out. Right. And uh, I I think the the Twins went through the same thing uh, up in Minnesota and uh, Detroit. and, and, And we've seen the... Bad weather. We haven't had a game postponed yet on us. Thank, uh, thank God. But uh, and we know we won't in Toronto because they have a roof. Right. That if it's bad weather outside, they'll just close the roof. But uh, hopefully, it'll be really nice. Like, man, when we got to Montreal Wednesday, eighty degrees. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, and it was what? It was like forty-five degrees when we left Maine. Right. <laughs> right and we on were the on the coast of Maine, so yeah. that was part of that. But yeah, it's, it's amazing difference. Yeah. What uh, so what we, seven hours or whatever? We'll, yeah, seven we'll do. hours. I'm I'm wearing a t-shirt and then a collared shirt over that and a, a windbreaker jacket. By the time we crossed the border, I had to like, oh man, because the sun was beating down through the window. I was like, oh my god, I'm hot. I turned on the air conditioning. Eh? <laughs> no, um, oh, and I didn't even do that on purpose. A, eh? um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, last night we're. Uh, or the other night we're sitting on around the fire and you know it's hot the fire by the fire but it's not (laughs) away from the fire exactly and then wednesday night beautiful yeah i was so frustrated our last meal in maine when we went out to eat at the fish house which is very good uh you got your lobster but god the door out to the outside seating like there's nobody out there and this wind was just blowing through right in on us and i was like can you close it and they would close it but then somebody else would open it (laughs) well because they had some people come with a dog and sit outside so yeah and and i made the the comment that you know it's probably because it wasn't that bad i didn't feel like it was that bad i think you had a little sunburn or something going on because if i'm if i'm not cold and you are that's something going on (laughs) but hopefully we won't be freezing our butts off anymore like we did in washington dc baltimore and philadelphia right so you talked about the no hitters being in the three different countries remember about the the no hit we almost saw a no hitter remember in baltimore we did almost aaron sanchez of the blue jays took a no-no into the eighth and then he lost it on a ball that should have been an error because it went right through Josh Donaldson's legs. Yeah, but the next one took him out anyway. Yeah, I mean the, the guy got a hit. The next batter got a hit anyway. But that first hit was an error, 
every other day but that Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have that. But, okay, so what I was going to say, though, is you talked about the three different countries. Did you know that the Yankees and Red Sox are going to play in London? Yeah, it's crazy. You know, the, in the NFL has been playing in London for a while. Uh, the NBA has played a couple of games overseas. The NFL see, is, has sent, like, the the Jaguars and the Rams before they were any good. You know, the Rams are good now again, but, uh, uh, you know, the Bengals. And they've sent the teams over. Like, the, the Patriots actually did go over there one year and kick the crap out of the Rams. But the marquee teams outside the Patriots really haven't played in London. You know, the Packers haven't played in London. The Cowboys haven't played in London. Uh, this, uh, and so... Why, why is that? I think that? it's... Well, because there are only eight home games for those teams. Remember. Okay. The Jaguars and Rams... The Rams are in flux right now. They still don't have their new their new stadium, you Let's know? Let's not talk about them. And so they're basically willing to give up a home game to go over to London and be the quote-unquote home team. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's a lot less games in the right. NFL than there would but be in the But what's interesting about what Major League Baseball MLB. did is they got the Red Sox and Yankees, arguably the best rivalry in baseball, if not all of sports. Best known. These guys, that what baseball is doing is sending the, the two marquee franchises well, over to... That's London. what makes sense, right? It really does. If you want to build interest in the game, then yeah, send the best team, the most recognizable teams over there to develop that brand. Because you know we've t- spoken with uh, British people. Heck, my uh, Sporting News, it's a British-owned company. Perform Media owns Sporting News. And so we would have the Brits who would come over. And when before I left, when I was telling them what we were doing, these guys have heard of a couple of teams, the Red Sox, Yankees, Cardinals, Cubs. Uh, I tell them I'm a Brewers fan, and they're like, where are the Brewers? Because you know, Milwaukee is not a recognizable team. San Diego Padres, Tampa Bay Rays, they don't know these teams. Right. Um, and so, yeah, so over overseas, outside of North America, well, I would say outside of the Americas, they really don't care about baseball. So I think it's a brilliant strategy for Major League Baseball to send over the the two most recognizable franchises and they're going to do it not just 2019 but 2020 as well and yeah. and who knows if it goes well maybe look the the other marquee baseball rivalry will go over there maybe the cubs and cards will play a, a, a couple games over in london i guess that will be our plan for whenever that 2022. happens 2022 there you go <laughs> i'm i'm there <laughs> At least I Dodgers would think... Giants would be another one. So I do. I don't get any haters from California. <laughs> so you know, I can't imagine if our friends at the one hundred one sixty two crew had yeah. to do that during their season, right? Stephen oh, Mary yeah. Beth would yeah, be I like, know, right? "How do you go to one hundred sixty two games if you have to fly over?" I guess they'll have to schedule it though accordingly, right? Because the be players would be jet lagged. Actually, it says June. It was June when I oh, looked really? at the article. June 2019. Oh wow! Well, that is an interesting. Yeah, I actually did not see the dates on that, but huh. mm-hmm. yeah, I, I guess like they do in the NFL when the teams go over to London, they'll they'll schedule a quote unquote bye week. Only for the for them, will just be a couple of days off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing: the long homestand for the Blue Jays. 
how does having a long homestand do you think impact them one way or the other or any well, team the, that has for that? the players it's great i'm sure because they get to sleep in their own beds they get to be with their families because, right you know as we can relate as steve and mary beth steve Millie and mary beth longona can definitely relate uh the and any beat writer in the country can can de- definitely attest to this is that uh, major league baseball season is a grind Mm-hmm. And if you have a 16-day spot in your schedule where you only have to travel twice, they do go down to uh, to, to play the Mets for like a, a two-game series. But um, you know, if you're home for 16 days out of like a three-week span dur- during the season, that that's unheard of pretty much. Now, the flip side of that is they'll probably – be on gonna, the road a lot. Gonna have to make that up, you right. know, some somewhere else. But uh, um, you know, I'm I'm sure their kids like it, their wives like it, their girlfriends like it, and uh, um, and we actually, in case anybody's wondering, we actually did not even try to um, reach out to any organizations in Toronto to get some kids to games uh, because it's a different country with different laws, and it's just kind of a whole new, whole other bag of or uh can of worms um or bag of worms they do bag their milk in yeah. canada so maybe they bag their worms too <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> um but uh we are trying to get the, some other things in the works you know we're really looking forward to milwaukee and uh like i said we have mentioned before uh detroit um we're gonna follow up with pittsburgh and uh see if we got anything in the works in cincinnati but uh denver Arlington, Texas, Los Angeles, you know, these are all things we're trying to uh, to, to get going. Uh, we'd love to do more. Um, if you have any suggestions, if you know of an organization in a Major League Baseball market, please let us know. Email me, ronaldclements at gmail.com. Reach out to me on Twitter, at ron underscore clements. Comment on the Home Run on Wheels Facebook or Instagram pages. You know, we would, uh, uh, we want to give these kids a really good memorable lasting experience at a baseball game and, and give them a, a, a reprieve uh, that they might need in their lives and hopefully find these kids their forever home. Absolutely. And we've talked about, you know, we're trying to get kids to games. We're reaching out to MLB teams to donate, but you started, we really haven't advertised this much yet, but you started up a page on Patreon. Patreon. Mm-hmm. And folks can donate there, and our intention is that we would take whatever is donated there and purchase tickets. Well, purchase tickets to donate to organizations Correct. in those cities where we don't have the MLB um, Teams donations. Donate. Right, exactly. Yeah, right. so uh, yeah, just uh, search my name at uh, Patreon uh, or Home Run on Wheels. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. And, uh, we'll get a link to that up on our page yeah, soon. Yeah, we will do that. Um, we haven't actually had great Wi-Fi um, at <laughs> these where we're, these places where we're staying. So that's been frustrating. Uh, well, you but, know, it's expected in the free places, the Harvest Hosts places. Yeah. We're not... It's right. what you call dry no, camping. Yeah, there are no, no hookups. hookups, all that kind of stuff. But when... When, when, when you're at a KOA, you expect to have Wi-Fi. Yes, that was... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens when you stay someplace in that seasonal, and they have their quote unquote soft opening. Right. But 
we know we have a good RV park to stay down by Toronto. It's actually east of Hamilton because uh, Victoria Day messed us all up with our scheduling. Uh, that's a big holiday in Canada, and um, I did, was not aware of it before. I was calling around to try to make RV park reservations. And uh, the fifth one finally got it, only because somebody else canceled. <laughs> there but, you go. Uh, when we come to you next, we will be in Toronto. Uh, uh, for Monday's episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. And we, we will be fresh off of our Mother's Day trip to Rogers Center. So we will talk about that. Stadium number 10 on the Home Run on Wheels MLB RV trip with Children's Hope Alliance. Thank you for listening to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Catch you next time. Mm-hmm.